0: session podcast. We're gonna, a
1: new topic today, Carl, what do we got? We got, how do you guys decide if this year's plan worked for your land layouts? I'm going to let you start this one, Carl. Ah, well, mine didn't work. How's that sound? It worked personally. Uh, we both were really successful. We shot good bucks out there. But, that being said, um, how do I decide? Um, right now, I'd like to have more deer on my property so that tells me that I made a mistake basically by not having enough food I'm happy with the way the layout worked up in the wood line so we had a bunch of pictures of bucks we had 26 different big deer that we would have shot come in and out of that property they weren't staying there you know no, that. they're traveling yeah, traveling back and forth yeah. but we did have some home bodies the buck I shot was a home body on the property I started getting pictures of him yeah. and August yeah he any his mistake was part of his home was tipping the edge of yours right so yeah yeah he it was, was sleeping someplace was a mistake but he kept coming uh, yeah I like that mistake though. It's a good mistake to make because yeah, us, not yeah. a fear of deer. no that yeah. lets me move <laughs> and lets him die right <laughs> and then your buck. I only had pictures of him maybe a week before you killed him. yeah not even I think two days two days two days he showed up
0: um, that's a miracle of those cell cams if you do have them you love or hate them but yeah. uh, he showed up and uh, I went in two days later and shot him yep. right out of the same spot he had been coming in. So, yeah, I mean, so
1: I don't like to gauge my success on just shooting a deer, though. No, and, that, and you shouldn't. So success-wise on my property, right now, I think I've, I i do not want to even say I made a mistake, I think I just, there's things that we have to add, and Mike and I talked about it before. Remember, we talked earlier in some of the podcasts about how we're critical on each other, and I don't want to say we criticize each other. We don't. We suggest to each other what we see on each other's property, which makes us think together and figure out what we should and shouldn't do and, and uh, move forward with it, which hopefully will make uh, more success for both of us uh, next year. That being said, Mike said to me, I remember he would come off a spot that I had shot a nine-pointer out of two years ago, and he said, hey, I got an idea. <laughs> <laughs> and it, and it is. I've actually already designed it out, basically laid it out on my HuntX program about what we're going to be doing. I'll show it to him and bounce it off of him, see what he thinks. But create a couple more inside corners using structure for corn and food plots. And it gives us another couple uh, stand positions. And it adds food to the property, which is what I need right now. It's this current moment Um, There's deer on my property, but the food is almost gone, which tells me I'm not going to find any sheds again this year, year two on this property. Uh, First year, I only had two acres of food plots. This year, I had like four acres of food plots. I think Mm -hmm. next year when it's all said and done, we'll have seven Mm -hmm. from the design I came up with and what we talked about and how we're going to add to it. Uh, We're going to actually add quite a bit more corn into the property. Um... And of course, we don't on this property, on my property, I'm not harvesting it. Mike doesn't harvest here on his place. Um, so, how do we decide that? What are our due numbers after the season? Right now, to me, is when you actually start to accumulate animals on your property. So, actually accumulate bucks for next year, right? Right. And hopefully. Hopefully. That's your plan. Yeah. Well, that's the plan. Otherwise,
0: you're pulling them.
1: You got to try to pull them. Yeah, for someone if you're not here. You have to make your property better yes. than the neighbor's property. So that that can be really difficult too. So that being said, on my property, uh, I need to add more food. We're going to add linear structure. So basically, you guys, if you watched any of our stuff this year, uh, I laid my property out what I call five different levels. Uh, this next year, they'll be close to seven different levels. And that'd be east west movement, just like this past year, except I'm creating a couple structures with corn to allow us to have different levels to hunt. The best part about this is it actually is gonna make my entrance and exit routes um, better. I think we're gonna actually, where, my, where Shocker died, I think we're gonna enter up the center of that valley, that deep ravine, mm-hmm. and then we can sneak around for morning hunts on the top yeah. edge of that, because they'll all be in food. Right. So we'll talk about this in the future podcast, obviously. Now here, Mike's property, we had done some work, and how's yours looking?
0: Not bad, I mean, a huge improvement. You know, last year uh, we came in, and in January we started uh, hinge cutting and dropping trees mm-hmm. uh, for bedding. Uh, added, I believe, seven more acres of bedding. In three different areas, Mm -hmm. not all one big area, um, which if you've listened to us before, uh, thank you or I'm sorry, either one, (laughs) but uh, where we talk about um, dividing our herd up, keeping them, you know, unpressured from each other, which also goes with your bedding areas. Uh, So we did a lot of that here, uh, changed up the food a lot, uh, had a lot of issues with getting some of them to grow Um, overall. It helped a lot right now i have good numbers on my property and like i said i have a 40 acre piece Uh, all my bucks made it through we let them all go they're all still here Mm -hmm. which is what we want hoping to find some sheds Uh, but seen a lot of things that need to be done Uh, a lot of that came from uh, carl looking at aerials of what he thinks he saw that we need to do uh, things i seen as the stages of the year go on mm-hmm. as you go to certain stands and uh, leaves go away things change right um you know entrances and exits are better yep but far from good yeah
1: well we made <laughs> it make better. Yeah. yeah one suggestion that we talked about when we were heading to north dakota because yep. we had a 14-hour drive together heading out there so we discuss a lot of things we talked about hunting and, right a little bit of hunting and uh add that uh, west side entrance yes property for sure property, which allowed deer to move and keep them off the neighbors at a field right. edge where they seem to shoot deer for, for and,
0: into. and it goes to how uh you know carl's property how he says it on levels too is his property starts low and steps up high mm-hmm. it's, it's more hill country property um mine also when we think about it you know we're going to be into a four or five different levels yep on this uh, how we need to hunt it yep. you know and if I don't know it's kind of a thing that kind of came from carl i think the levels and stuff like that and to me anyway and um if you can set up certain pieces of your property hunt at certain times mornings nights
1: is really how you need to be yeah yeah 100 percent um and that's that's deciding you know right now you know like i said you know we're still deciding whether or not we think our plan would work and remember this that you're always going to be changing your property if you're not always changing your property then there's, there's something mentally wrong with you, I think. Yeah,
0: if you're not if you're not learning something every year, you're not going to get to your end goal,
1: Yeah, whatever that know, might be. I don't ever think that a property is, uh, properties are never what you're gonna consider to be perfect. No. Now, deer patterns change. You know, I mean, you've seen that here big time. Yes. Just off of the uh, timber stand improvement that you did yeah. last yeah, year. Yeah, we changed it on our own. I mean, we changed oh, yeah. it how we wanted it, yeah. and, and it did work, um, but it needs more. Actually, Mike had a really good quote in his video. If you guys go back and you watch that, where we laid out Mike's property, South Central Wisconsin property layout. If you go back and look at that on our playlist, which would have been last year's web show uh, of The Obsession, if you look at that, his, his quote was basically the way, the way he went about saying it. If, 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 you're never, if you're not always learning when you go into the woods, you know, you're dying, you're dying. Yeah. that's right if you don't change stuff yeah. he also the other important part that he laid out too and he says it kind of jokingly but he means what he says is uh white tails are a lazy animal mm-hmm. and they are 100 percent. you know they're like a fat guy like me yeah. I don't, I don't i'm gonna lazy. take it easy route yeah. dude i don't <laughs> be <laughs> lazy like i'm gonna outrun one no no are no, 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 no. they're they're gonna take an easy path easiest path you know? of resistance through the woods Nine times out of ten. Don't always think your bucks are laying in the nastiest, gnarliest, crappiest stuff in the world. They are if you push them there. Of course they will. But yeah. the other part of it too is, you know, if you mm-hmm. want to hold deer on your property or get them bucks to used to coming through. So the way I want my property is I want a few does on my property throughout the summertime, right? And I want a few bucks coming in and out, checking it every now and then. The bucks that I see in July and August coming through, I get one, two pictures of them. Yep. those are the deer we're ended up on because they move in in august yep 100 percent. and i think the same probably out here i mean there's a little bit less space for in the lay but when you actually stop and look outside look at the lay of the land there's a lot of terrain change here by your property yeah and I, I think people get too carried away with
0: well i'm not seeing nothing right now i'm yep. not seeing nothing in the summer i'm not you know who cares? Yeah. I don't uh, want JJ laying yeah, on my property yeah, in the I summertime. I don't want that big deer laying here, because I'll tell you, he lay here all summer. Oh uh, yeah. And then he was gone. Yeah. You know, so then plans change. Right. You know, not that you want them to change, but you know, who, who cares what you got in June, July, even August. I mean, yeah. deer don't start moving in until September. You got deer in there in September, they're going to be around there at some point. Yep. During the hunt season. You all know? the big deer on my property move in in late September, early October. Right. No, I think they, I think Carl dropped them out
1: of the back of a truck. Yeah. There was deer everywhere out there. <laughs> We've seen a few, didn't we? Yeah, there was some yeah. good ones. It went over work. well. But, yeah, uh, like, I, like we were talking about, you know, did your plan work? For me, I say, yes, of course it worked uh, for the ability to shoot a buck. Is it what I consider a successful plan? No, it's not, because I'm not going to find probably a single shed on that property. And I mean, the, if you go and you look at the food plot, I mean, Mike and I, we hunted loader season, and of course we were bow hunting, okay? And Mike seen the very last night we hunted, which would have been the s- last Saturday of Muzzle 160 160-plus inch. inch, yeah. I think it was rat. It was rat. Yeah. yeah. It's a rat. And Rat and I have a
0: score, so next Yes, period, you do.
1: Him. Yes, you do. <laughs> It'll be 170 or 80 oh, then. Yeah, that's okay. a good piece of yeah, he'll make it through. And then uh, I know Gigantus made it through too. But are they going to drop their sheds on my property? No. They're going to go back over to the neighbors where he's got his corn crib and yeah. whatever. And he'll take all those antlers and hang them in his damn barn like he Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, and I've had people ask
0: me too. They think, uh, you know, because they see, this is all that Carl and I do, you know, all year. Uh, and we're working now, you know, we're going to start doing some land improvements here already coming up shortly. but. People think, you know, oh yeah, great season and everything, and I said, you know, as far as did my plan work, it really didn't for me, uh, because I didn't get the deer I was after, Um, and he left, you know, so, you know, I I could bring into my property, probably like, oh, this is awesome, this is great, well, it was great and everything, but I didn't get what I wanted out of it. I mean, it's working to a point, don't get me wrong, but I didn't keep the one deer I wanted to keep. Yeah. So to me, I I failed on that, and I got to try to figure out how how to keep that big deer in there, you know. Now... Now, on the other hand, all the bucks that we let go are here. That's a win. You know, and I would say of the five of those, two or three of those for sure probably are going to be a shooter next year No. Oh, yeah. So maybe all of them. You know, it's obviously hard to tell what they're going to grow into next right. year. But So in that aspect, it worked. You know, the, the deer are here. The food is here. You
1: know, and I have a lot more food. I think what we're trying to say uh, is... How do we decide if our plan worked? Yeah. We always are trying to improve our land. Yes. And plan wise, you can plan all you want, but you're going to plan again for the following year. Now, that's the fun of it.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. And I'll tell you, you talk to 10 people, yeah. you'll
0: get 12 different ways to set up your land. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everybody's got an opinion on I mean, Carl's really good at setting up properties. Um, and Mike's really good at picking stand. I'm, I'm a good stand guy. <laughs> I, we've always been real good about that, you know. And, so it works works good together. Uh, Carl's good at knowing you know what types of food and stuff to put in. I think we're both good at structure, yeah, building stuff like that. So it helps. Um, I don't I don't even pretend to know a lot about different foods and how stuff works. I mean, I know enough, right, right. You know, but he's better at that than I am. I don't got
1: a problem saying that. So I mean, what do you think we should plant here? How should we do this? You know, the best part about that part of it, and I guess, we kind of complement each other on that part of it too. Is you know, I'll lay out food and whatever, and I'll, I'll pick what I think is a good stand position. might be like, well, don't you think it'd be better over here, and here's why. Or you can hunt it here in the morning and here in the afternoon, where I don't even have a morning stand set up. He'll be like, hey, here's an idea. Here's what I think. Here's why. And it's like, nah. Or entering and exit routes. We're both pretty good at that part of it, but sometimes we'll see things um, differently and we're not criticizing or critiquing each other or anything like that we're just trying to help each other out and in the long run we both benefit from that yeah I think you know I know
0: probably some people are like well so did their plans work or didn't they work I uh, don't don't know you know yes and no right you know I mean obviously being able to harvest you know a good deer obviously mature bucks that's what everybody wants to do Mm -hmm. so that that aspect yes Um, you know was it in my case, was it the one I was after? No. Uh, in Carl's case, yes. It was yeah. the one he was after. Um, you know, in my case, the deer here over the winter, which I wanted. And in Carl's case, they're not there over the So really so, both of us failed in at least half of what we tried to do, you know, working for a year. Right. Year-round. Oh, so yeah. So if that tells you anything, you know, we're like, so we're pissed. Right. <laughs> but, you know, no, we got a lot more work to do. Oh, yeah. You know, to, to uh, try the, the properties. To make so, yeah. That, that, I think, is what you need to do. And I think that's what we're stressing is you really need to watch your property, know it, and keep putting the work in. Anybody you see doing podcasts, on TV, you see them on their properties. Some yep. of the bigger names, oh, you yeah. could say. Yep. But I got my air quotations on. I know, I've seen it. They're going to show you a lot of them. We're going to show you how much time effort they're putting into their properties. You know. Yeah. You know, granted, they're probably a lot bigger properties than what we're saying. Right. But also what we're telling you
1: you can have a small parcel of land; you oh. can have success. Yeah, so I never think don't. that you have to have huge piece of property to do things. So, that's the—I uh, guess—that's where we're going to kind of end the podcast. We're, we're, how do you tell if your plan worked? To me, you're never going to be satisfied with what your plan was. You're always going to add right. to your plan. Now, you know, like Mike said, fifty-fifty on both of our parts. Yes. Um, I did and was fortunate enough to shoot my number one deer. Now I'll tell you this, that hasn't happened for me in, what, three or four years? In a while. Yeah. So, that being said, I guess I don't want to call it reliability, I have to make some changes to make my property what uh, to hold deer a little bit longer. I mean, if we were holding deer in the muzzleloader season a little bit longer, now obviously we've seen some good deer, the two bigger ones are still on the property and they were still there then but i'd like to find their sheds yeah i know me too and i'm looking for sheds i'd I'd love to find sheds. but you've still got food left i do and your deer are still here yes my food's pretty much completely decimated and the deer are just traveling in and out of it if i find a shed it's pure luck right it's not because they're going to stay there because they have the food because it is gone so now we're going to add
0: right (laughs) i think the biggest thing you take is remember uh, Good plan one year is not the same plan the next year. No, you're, you're going to have to always adapt. That's 100% true. So to, to keep your property working the way you want to, you can't keep doing the same thing year after year after
1: year. It's yeah. just not going to work every year. So, yeah, and, and realize, you know, your deer change just as much as you change, and hunting in your property or on your property is going to change yearly also. So you also have to be able to partly adapt to that too. You can get them to do what you want them to do, you can. but it's going to be within... Their spectrum of choice. Right. So, anyway, we're going to go, and uh, that'll be about it for right now for this podcast. I think we're, we're running low on time here. So, yep. um, Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to the, uh, the Obsession. Thanks for watching on YouTube. We appreciate all the guys' support. Um, remember to subscribe to the channel here on YouTube for more upcoming podcasts. We're going we'll to be touching on them every week. They're going to air Saturdays at 7 a.m. And of course, as we're doing stuff throughout the, uh, the year, property wise and things like that, we're gonna show all that to you guys again. And uh, if you get a chance, remember to go back and check out some of the property layouts from this particular question, you know, did your plan work? Check out the layouts we did this year and then check to see what we do this next year to improve the properties and maybe some of those ideas will help you guys out on your properties too. Yes,
0: send your comments and questions. Thanks a lot.